0: Welcome back to the tapes to everyone. This is Toby. And this is Brooke. We were made in the 80s. And
1: played in the 90s.
0: And we apologize for being a day late, but it's just been a really crazy week.
1: It's been very much a whirlwind. A lot of good things, but also a lot of stressful things. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, we are teachers. We got jobs at a new school. So in many ways, it's like starting over. Yes. So we have to kind of learn
1: new processes and things like that. Yeah.
0: And our daughter is just starting pre-k so
1: they've just started riding the bus it's a lot of new things yeah. all at once
0: and you know absolutely so it's just been tough and you know we just did not have everything ready and basically that's we, why. we
1: planned on it we thought we would yeah we but did then the day came we were like oh
0: <laughs> like i said it's just. i mean it'd be great if we did this for a living yeah. but it's just not the case this is something we do as you know a hobby uh a very, a, very beloved hobby. Yes. A, a, yeah, I, it's escaping me what it's called. A labor of love. Mm-hmm. That's it. But it's a labor of love that doesn't make us any money. Um, <laughs> which is fine. We're which not, is fine. We're not doing it for that. It's fine. But what I'm saying is, is the labor that makes us money has to come first. It's true. uh, Oftentimes. So at any rate, we're here.
1: And we thank you guys for being so gracious, those of you who commented on Instagram. And we just thank you for, you know, just being such a great community. It really is like a community, like a family. So we we love you guys.
0: Yes, we do. And again, we're here and we're here to talk about A Bug's Life, which is one of my favorites. I love it. I love it. This is, it is a really, really great and one that I don't think is talked about as much.
1: Yeah, it kind of. It kind of fell between the tracks, but tracks, but like, um, I was actually uh, asking uh, Jeff, you know, our buddy Jeff, about this movie, and he, uh, said, you know, this was during a time when Pixar and Disney DreamWorks they were all kind of doing like dueling movies, like there was Bugs, there was a Bugs Life, and then there was Ants. Yes, that was, and Dreamworks. then there was yeah, and there was, and then even in like normal movies, there was Deep Impact, and then there was, um. Armageddon, Armageddon, you yeah, know, like they, all about the asteroids, right? Yeah. But during, but it's true during these specific years, there were like these dueling fates, you know, of movies, and A Bug's Life was the, I, th- I think at the time it was more popular than Ants for sure. Oh yeah, but um, well, I mean, the people it behind it still had yeah. it, it, I, I, wonder if that's if that's any reason it might have lost any kind of traction as far as being a popular uh, Pixar film.
0: I don't know. I mean, I think it's popular. I just. At this, obviously, it's not like... When you think of Pixar, you think of Toy Story. I don't know, you know? I loved
1: it. I, I adored it, it. It
0: doesn't take away from from how great it is. No, it, not at all. It just seems like you don't hear about A Bug's Life no. as much. Um, so, yeah. but So, it was released in 1998, which was three years after the first Toy Story, which, I mean...
1: A, a, I mean... How how do you even call yeah. it a success? Like there's gotta be a bigger word.
0: Yeah, Toy Story's iconic. It so really So everyone was ways. like,
1: Okay, if these are the people that made Toy Story, we are here yeah. for whatever's coming next. It and was, I remember the teasers and you would just see this nature scene. Yeah. And then you'd see a little bug coming out. And I remember everyone was like, Oh my god, it just looks so real yeah. you know, everyone it, it just they really advertised it so well.
0: Yeah, so it was released November twentieth, nineteen ninety eight. It was 3 years after Toy Story and 1 year before the sequel Toy Story 2. It was directed by John Lasseter who directed Toy Story. Right. And Toy Story Makes 2. Makes sense. And Cars, and Cars 2 and as of today John Lasseter is the former chief creative officer of Pixar but during this time in 98 he was, was his heyday. he was the guy behind Pixar. So this is the same guy that did Toy Story and yeah I think it's just as good as Toy Story. I yeah, mean it really it's a it's a really great story
1: with a beautiful message.
0: Yeah. Um. So it tells the story just in a nutshell. It tells the story of a colony of ants who are being terrorized by a villainous swarm of grasshoppers, and it's how they uh, fight back. Yes. You know, it's it, it's a lot of great messages in this story. Oh yeah. And yeah. So let's let's get going. I, you know, I just want to say though before we start, right. I, You know, getting into the actual um, film, uh, the narrative, the story. Uh, I did not go see this one in the movies. Um, I saw Toy Story in the movies. And as you should. Well, <laughs> I didn't see a bug's life probably because I was I was about eighteen. I yeah. was in college. I I just running around and uh like I went through this period where I just wasn't going to see movies very much. Right. And that was I would say between probably uh, ninety six to about ninety nine. Mm-hmm. You know, around that time, there's a few years, two or three year period when I just kind of was not really paying attention to a whole lot of what was going on.
1: Well, you had kind of had a newfound freedom, and you were being a yeah. young buck. N- not you that know. I didn't see moves, but <laughs> when I
0: started hanging out with um, the group of friends that where I, in which I met Jeff. Right. See, the, I, see, such,
1: a, such an iconic moment in your history. <laughs> yeah, so me
0: and Jeff didn't meet as, like, I didn't meet Jeff somewhere, like, one-on-one. I met Jeff when I became a part of a group of friends that Jeff had already been a part of for some time, and, and then I became a part of, I went from, like, a guest cast member guest,
1: yeah, guest host, to, like, a
0: regular cast member, yeah. like, you know, part of the main cast, right. and that's how me and him...
1: And then y'all branched off and made your own off. And
0: then we branched off with our own spinoff, and that's... And it's still going today. And it's still going today, so... <laughs> yeah, the, the spinoff that grew from seasons. that... Is where the real legendary stuff is. Of course. You know? But this isn't about me and Jeff. What I'm saying is that it was that group that got me sucked back into movies. Yeah and then my friendship with Jeff really got me back into movies. Because
1: he worked at the movie theater.
0: Yeah. And and a lot of those other people did, but yeah, so that and and because a lot of those people in that group of friends worked at the movie theater, I would go there and watch free movies. So I'd say a couple years. You know, and Toy store uh, excuse me, and uh, A Bug's Life was around that time, and I, I don't know, she didn't, didn't yeah. have an interest in it, and I watched it years later. I think I first watched it maybe like five or six years later, and yeah. I loved it. Yeah. You know, so I don't know if you remember going to see it. I or. do.
1: I remember going to see it and loving it. I had a, I had a, a stuffed Dot toy. Okay. Um, and I you know I think that you know that the the burger it was either Burger King or McDonald's camera had the you know the happy meal toys even though like I was too old for a happy yeah meal, we've managed <laughs> yeah we've
0: managed to procure a few of them
1: yeah I, I would I would get still ask for the happy meals because I wanted the toys <laughs> and I'm still the same so it's not changed yeah
0: <laughs> so this movie opens with the Magic Kingdom Disney logo that's stylized like Pixar animation you, you remember the, the 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 light blue background oh yeah and the white um magic Kingdom yes. Uh, Cinderella's Castle right. logo. And
1: then the star yeah. goes well,
0: over. Pixar when they you know in Disney, they did one that was like like animated three dimensional. Yeah.
1: I remember thinking that was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. And it
0: had Andy's birthday theme playing behind it's, it.
1: That, that theme, it does something to my soul. I don't know what it is. It like makes me so excited. And maybe it's just yeah. that kind of animation being so new when I was young. Yeah. Uh, I love it.
0: Yeah. And We open in this undisclosed location. We don't, we're not really sure exactly where we are geographically, but we know that it's somewhere, you know, kind of, I don't want to say deep, deep out in nature, because we do eventually in the film encounter traces of humanity. humanity. Well,
1: one thing that we can surmise is it is, definitely like you said, it is out in the sticks in a way, because the humanity they find is a trailer park. Yeah. So, obviously, it is out.
0: Yeah, it's a trailer. Yeah, not a trailer. A, not a park, but we just right, see right. one trailer. But
1: I get yeah, that's right, because it's underneath the trailer that is, you know, the population. But what
0: I'm saying is we don't see houses in the distance or no. buildings in the distance. It, it, there's a lot of nature. It's untouched. Yeah, it's it, lo- it looks like a rural area.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And it's an ant colony, to be exact. We're at Ant Island. That's what they call it.
1: Yes. And it's the the score behind this opening scene is really beautiful. Yes,
0: this is Randy Newman, I, by I the way. I love this soundtrack. Randy Newman. And thank you for reminding me because I, I wanted to talk a little bit about the staff here. All right, thank uh, you. cast and crew, not <laughs> the staff. What am I saying?
1: <laughs> it's, we're in teacher mode, sorry. Oh, uh, jeez. <laughs> uh,
0: Randy Newman did the music.
1: Who is like Pixar's guy. Yeah, he's kind
0: of the Pixar guy, uh, at least during well, this time he, he definitely was.
1: Yeah, during this, during this tenure, absolutely.
0: Yeah, um, it stars Dave Foley. This film, Dave Foley, Julia Louise dreyfus Kevin Spacey, Hayden Panettiere, I don't know if I'm saying her Panettiere. name right. Panettiere. Hayden Panettiere. Again, I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name.
1: <laughs> I always call her Hayden Penitentiary, so there uh, you go.
0: There you go. <laughs> Dennis Leary, who I love. Oh, so love good. Dennis Leary. Uh, David Hyde Pierce, also great. Perfect. Bonnie Hunt is in this, one of our favorites. She's, yeah, yeah. She, I want to be her yeah, when I grow up. She's a legend. And there's a lot of other great people in this, and we'll get to those as we get to them, but I wanted to at least give you guys uh, some of the main lineup. And again, undisclosed location, rural area, and we're zeroing in on an ant colony at a place called Ant Island, and we see ants everywhere, and they're gathering food.
1: As we would expect them to do
0: in a very organized manner. They're not just kind of going; they're in lines.
1: Yeah they're they're doing they're doing exactly what, what we ant, see ants do outside. Right all the when time. you
0: when you go when you look in either a room or some area, you you see this little line like yeah. they're they're in ranks or um yeah columns yeah, and that's exactly what they're doing. They're gathering food, as in a lot of seeds and berries, mm-hmm. basically what you see. Uh, all is going well. You know they're kind of doing their thing.
1: There's like little taskmasters, little checklists, like it's yeah. it's cute like and they're all, how they characterize it. Yeah,
0: and they're all carrying things and uh, it's all being overseen by a female aunt, Princess Ada. And that is Julia Louise Dreyfus. And she's younger, Princess mm-hmm. Ada, and she is next in line to become queen. And she's closely being watched over and advised by the actual queen. So uh, and and this is Phyllis Diller. Ugh. Yeah, so right. funny. So uh, the queen is kind of supervising.
1: She's uh, very laid back, though. Yeah,
0: she's kind of letting Princess Ada yeah. kind of run it, and she's just kind of there. She's because, not the
1: typical, like, oh, oh, make sure you do this. She's kind of like, it's going to be
0: all right. Right. You got it. Yeah, she's letting her kind of do her thing. Um, it's it's clear that the, the queen is elderly. She's nearing the end of her life, and she knows sh- that she's going to have to pass these responsibilities over to Princess Ada. So Princess Ada is is being given a lot of authority here to kind of exercise these things to, to for when for when her day comes. Um, so Princess Ada's kind of calling the shots. Um, she's also having to put up with her uh, really annoying little sister, but sweet. Yeah, cute. Dot. That's Dot Hayden Panettiere, or Penitentiary, as Brooke calls her. <laughs> It's clear after just a few seconds of listening to Princess Ada talk and kind of, you know, tell people yeah. what to do and, you know, talk to the queen, talking to her mom. It's clear that she's insecure.
1: Very uh, easily stressed out.
0: Yes. Questioning her ability to lead the colony. She questions her own ability. Yeah. To lead the colony when she becomes queen. And as the, as the operation continues, e- even with all that, though, we see that things are moving pretty sl- uh, smoothly. Yeah. But we meet one particular ant. That's kind of calls in a ruckus. Uh, this one ant is wearing a strange contraption, kind of like strapped on his back, and, yeah. it, and it's cutting down stalks of dra- of grass, and it's dropping the seeds in this little basket in his back, and uh, this kind of this interesting little yeah, but it looks like technology. Yeah, this is Flick, <laughs> who is our hero.
1: Yes, our unlikely hero.
0: Our very unlikely hero. <laughs> uh, Flick is really kind of, I would say definitely enthusiastic uh peculiar
1: he's a dreamer
0: yes he has a penchant for inventing machines all for the purpose of helping
1: he's always looking for ways to better the colony despite his yes you know he's a klutz you know he he i think he he's he's a typical he's a typical dreamer in that he has great visions and he doesn't often consider the uh potential pitfalls the right. potential issues he just is like let's go for it and try it Yes, he, you know. Ironically, I don't know if I don't know if they meant this in any way. But now, as an adult, when I watch this, uh, it, flick reminds me a little bit of Rick Moranis's character in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And it's right. funny because you know we all know Auntie. It's a, a good movie. Yeah, you know Auntie, they, who they befriend when they're shrunk. Yeah. And so I know I can't talk about it, but <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't bring up Auntie. <laughs> but um, but that's probably
0: the reason why I'll never do that movie. No, I, I don't oh know I, come on! I can never do a show on that.
1: <laughs> okay. Well. Anyway. But no. But it briefly brought that to my mind. I was like, oh, he's kind of that, you know, inventor, this kind of like nerdy guy, and here are the, here are these ants. I don't know. It was, it was a neat connection I kind of made. Well, as an adult,
0: one thing I'm going to do throughout this film that really, this really struck a chord with me, is the comparisons between Flick and Princess Ada, who are our two protagonists.
1: Right. Yeah, two main protagonists.
0: Yeah, Uh, but if you ask me who the hero is, I'm going to tell you it's Flick. Of course. Not just Flick. We're going to meet some other heroes. Yes. Princess Ada, I really struggle with her because because she does not really. She her arc doesn't really connect, um, or or it doesn't make its arc her character until like at the very 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 end.
1: She she is vulnerable for a f- a few little moments here and there. Yeah, but she doesn't. But unfortunately, Princess Ada's character is not very uh, compassionate. No, and and or understanding. Yeah, she's so wrapped up in her own insecurities that she lashes out at everybody. Yeah,
0: else. so that's the thing. So I want to say, Flick is a dreamer, but everything Flick does is for the colony. Princess Ada is only thinking about herself. And, her, and how she
1: can perform this. She's
0: role. caught up in her own insecurities. Now, understand, Princess Ada isn't. Well, I want to say she's not prideful, but she is in a sense. Um, it, it's interesting, you know, when you think of someone who's prideful, you think that they're arrogant. It doesn't seem like Princess Ada is arrogant, but she is because she's constantly worried about herself. Right,
1: or well, pride takes many forms.
0: Yeah, pride takes a lot of forms, and one of those is someone who's constantly focused on their own issues. So, and the reason why is because they're so concerned with how they look. Yeah. and Princess Ada really is caught up in herself right she wants to look like she's in charge she wants to believe she's in charge regardless of what's going I mean regardless of what's actually going on in her head one thing we can surmise for sure is she is all about herself uh, Flick is not Flick is simply what can I do to help? My community. He
1: wants to make a difference. And he says that several times. Yes. And
0: he means it. He's not just saying that to say he's not saying that because he has an agenda and he's covering it with you know, he's not covering some agenda with the the guise of I want to (laughs) help. Yeah. Princess Ada is actually just so focused on herself.
1: And and to be fair, it's like you said, it's her insecurities. She she knows how everyone perceives her. Um As you know, I mean, look, you know, how do you take over for a a person who has served a colony brilliantly for however many years? You know, and then here comes Little Miss Insecurity.
0: But we're going to get into it in a little bit because Princess Ada actually does some really dastardly things like some really, I would say, close to villainous things. Hmm. And she doesn't really fully answer for it. Let's get going. Mm -hmm. So we meet Flick. Again, an enthusiastic, peculiar ant, a penchant for inventing machines. As Brooke said, he's a dreamer, though he's well-meaning and only desires to help and make a difference. And he says that several times. Flick's inventions annoy the other ants. Atta, Princess Atta, and the other ants don't appreciate him. But Dot loves him. Yeah. see she's the she's the one who she's the little
1: rebel but not in a
0: bad way and a lot of films and stories and stuff there's always a character who isn't necessarily the central character but they they're the one they're almost the barometer yeah and the fact that dot loves flick and no one doesn't tells you that where the greater good lies and it's in flick yes because dot is telling us this well, because she loves him
1: and you have to think too, this you know the We all know, you know, the, you know, the parable of the the ant and the grasshopper, you know, that, I mean, that's, there's, there's, that's obviously at play here. Mm -hmm. And ants are hardworking. They do not like change. They like to do, they know how things work and they want to continue that. So Flick isn't a traditional ant in that sense, because he knows how things work. He knows the processes, but he's like a new generation. Dot's part of that new generation. They see where things can get better, and
0: Princess Ada is a part of that new generation, but she's still holding on to the old. But ways.
1: But she's under the tutelage of the, yeah, the, old, oh, the ways. old ways. And change is messy, and it and change means risk. Right. And ants are not; they don't take risks. They do what works.
0: Yeah. So so Flick is showing off his contraption. Yeah, he's Dot, trying it out. Dot loves everything he's doing,
1: uh, and she's a cutie tootie. The way they the way they animate right. her is so cute.
0: Uh, Princess Ada and the other ants don't appreciate Flick. They rebuke him. They kind of, you know, make fun of him and mock him. Uh, they just basically are like, Flick, quit wasting time, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. They, they just, think he's playing, but he's, yeah.
1: he's actually not. They they come,
0: they come down on him and he walks away dejected because he feels. And if, I mean, Flick might be a dreamer and he might have his head in the clouds with the things he's doing, but he has feelings and he wants to help. And when he feels like he's not being an being an asset to the community he's dejected so he walks away sad but dot follows him and encourages him and this is where flick has this moment where he he has a rock and he says imagine this is a seed it's small it doesn't see it seems inconsequential inconsequential but it grows into something great you know basically Mm -hmm. saying that all good things start with something small yeah, because you know.
1: Dot's frustrated because she can't fly yet.
0: Yeah, she yeah. and she's
1: like, I'm, you know, oh well, I can't, you know, get these, you know, wings to work. And he's like, Listen, he's like, you're, he's like, you're just a seed.
0: Yeah, but it's so, all
1: it's like basically all that potential, all that goodness is already in there. Right, it's just not time yet.
0: So this is where we find that Flick is kind has yeah. has actual depth, and uh, that's
1: really a lesson of the whole movie, though. The whole movie is encapsulated in that analogy he gives her. Yeah, sure. You may be small right now. Right. But there's something great inside of you.
0: Yeah. Suddenly, though, an alarm is sounded. This is while Flick is talking to Dot, you know, after he gets kind of berated by the other ants and Princess Ada, who I don't like. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I actually don't like her for pretty much 99% of the film. Right. <laughs> but, um, but he he kind of goes away, you know. She, she Dot encourages him to have a sweet moment, and then an alarm sounds. Flick says, they're here. And the ant colony begins to panic. The queen has already alluded to something earlier
1: yeah that's right we did when talking
0: us. to Princess Ada she says they come they eat they leave
1: she, and that she says that's our lot in life it's not a lot but it's our life
0: right we can surmise that the they that the queen is referring to is now coming the queen takes charge uh, she has the food that they've been gathering moved to the offering stone which is this flat stone slab of rock that's being supported by these other little rocks. So it looks like a stone table. Like an altar, kind of. Yeah, course. but it's like a flat stone, but it's being supported by these other little rocks yeah. under it. Uh, the colony takes shelter in the anthill and waits in fear. Princess Ada waits, behi- uh, waits behind. She's kind of the caboose. She's like, you know, the queen leads everybody in. Princess Ada's kind of the caboose. She's, She's get-
1: making sure everybody got in. Yeah,
0: everybody gets in. Flick is straggling behind because he's got this gadget on his back this oh, this Lord. backpack thing yeah. that's that he was using to cut down the stalk cutter yeah the stalk cutter he throws the gadget as he uh, you know you know princess ad is like come on flick so he throws the gadget uh which has some food in it so he throws his whole gadget onto the offering stone because or it has
1: near the offering stone no, he
0: throws it on yeah. there but it's still running
1: yeah
0: and because it's still running it's vibrating and it falls off the gadget does and again he threw it on there because it had some seeds in it right Still he trying just, to He threw the whole dang thing on there. It's still vibrating because it's still working. It falls off, and it hits one of the rocks that's supporting the offering stone. This is awful. Causing <laughs> is you awful. know one of the stones to come out, and the offering stone tilts, and the entire harvest, this massive pile of seed and that berries. they've
1: probably been gathering all summer.
0: Who knows? Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's what it said. They said it's, it's basically most of the spring and summer that they gather for this. Right. So it's bad.
0: And the entire harvest falls into a puddle of water below, lost. There's nothing Flick can do. He can only take shelter. He tries to stop it, but forget it. I mean, it, it all no, goes yeah. in.
1: So he's like, Princess Ada." Yeah, he
0: can only take shelter in the nearby ant bed and try to tell the princess. So the ants are waiting in suspense as these mysterious visitors arrive.
1: And we hear this, this like yeah. hum.
0: And then we hear voices above the ground. Now they're in the ant bed. So looking up. And they can hear voices asking where the food is. Now, we know where the food is. We know, <laughs> if, we know what know. Dramatic happened. irony. Flick tells Princess Ada, but she's not listening to him. She's too busy, you know, waiting to see what's going to happen. By this point, we can surmise that the ants were gathering food for this group, as you just said. When the ants put two and two together, realizing the visitors can't find the food because they can hear them up there looking for it, they look to Flick because yep. he was the last one in. And, and he's Flick. And he's freaking out. But before anything can happen, a swarm of grasshoppers crashes into the anthill, terrorizing the ants, demanding the food. It's
1: pretty scary, actually. Yeah. It's the, pretty intense.
0: Yeah. The grasshoppers. Oh, the grasshoppers. You know, yeah. They're, they're, they're taller. They're bigger. They're and stronger. And there's that one crazy one. Yeah, they had this one rabid one that kind of shows up. He freaks me out. Right. Everyone falls silent when the leader of the grasshoppers, Hopper, this is Kevin Spacey,
1: the first opera,
0: <laughs> yeah, voiced by Kevin Spacey, arrives and wants to know where the food is. He begins interrogating Princess Ada. Princess Ada is clearly frightened, and we see a- another major flaw in her leadership.
1: Because at first he goes for the queen, right? The, the 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 you know the main queen, right? And she's like, oh, you know, she was uh, she was look, look you know Princess Ada was taking over for me. I'm, I let her oversee right. This.
0: And Princess Ada, this then turns to her. He goes, "Oh, the, so it's the, your fault then?" Right. And the first thing she does is she tries to point Hopper to Flick. Major leadership error. Yeah. Yes, and I put this in bold in my notes. <laughs> yes, this was Flick's fault. However, a good leader takes responsibility for their people and what they do—the good and the bad. That's true. It is true. The leader represents you don't throw it. people
1: under, You don't throw your no. people under the bus. No. You don't. I mean, per- yes, you can still acknowledge when someone's wrong, but, of course. But but-, the,
0: but she is about to be the queen. She mm-hmm. can't say, well, let me find this other ant and blame it on them. You're the queen. You're the face of the colony. You're the head of the colony. It, the good and the bad falls on you. She's thinking selfishly. Good leaders think selflessly. They protect their people yeah. even though they make mistakes. The leader is supposed to save face for their people.
1: Yeah, she. You should be all about selflessness, and Ada right. at this po- at this point is all about self preservation. So she's
0: like, "It wasn't my fault." It was, and she goes to point, And interestingly enough, we get one of the most important um, pieces of wisdom in this film in the story from the villain Hopper. It doesn't even look. He doesn't even. He's not even interested in who Princess Ada is trying to finger. He's not this. even worried about what he she's says. Saying. First rule, quote: First rule of leadership: Everything is your fault. And boy. And that's true. Boy,
1: ain't that true? <laughs> that is true. I mean, as teachers think about it, you know, something a, a kid does something crazy in your classroom. Yeah? It may be the kid's fault, but they're they going to they're going to ask you, "Okay, but what were you doing?"
0: Right. What which why is, did you not see it happen? Which is understandable to an extent. To an extent.
1: Right. Some things are definitely not your yeah. fault, but you know, you take responsibility for the things that happen under your charge.
0: Yeah, again, when you lead something, you may not have a hand in something that goes wrong. But you bear responsibility as the leader yes. for what happens and how to fix it. Right. Hopper then goes on to review the arrangement to give us some exposition yeah. with the ants. Yeah. The sun grows the food, the ants pick the food, the grasshoppers eat the food. So we see that yeah. there's you know, that there's this for however long these ants have essentially been working for the grasshoppers. Hopper's interrupted <laughs> by his stupid <laughs> younger brother Oh, I love Molt. And this is Richard Kind, who is hilarious. Who we adore. Yeah. Love this guy. And not in I've never seen him headline anything. He usually plays supporting roles. I but think he,
1: he was in like Spin City. Yeah, and then, but he was a supporting role. Yeah, he was yeah. supporting. He was also if you if you watch Documentary Now, he's in a fantastic episode of Documentary Now. Yeah. Making fun of a musical. He is absolutely hysterical. Now,
0: Richard Kind is hilarious and he's brilliant. And I, I wish we could see more of him. Yeah. Kind of like when we talked about Tom Hulse last Yeah, week. oh gosh, yeah. Yeah. Um but Moult is Um, Hopper's younger brother Clearly Dimwitted Adds that the birds Eat the grasshoppers And begins Yeah
1: that becomes important This
0: is important Because he says Because you know Hopper says The sun grows the food The ants pick the food The grasshoppers eat the food And And the birds
1: eat the grasshoppers Right yeah He
0: adds that (laughs) And begins telling a story About how Hopper Was nearly eaten By a blue jay This enrages Hopper and we'll come back to that later. Yep. Hopper basically is like, you know, just shuts him oh, up. Oh, and
1: he shuts him up real quick. Yeah, cause, because that's revealing a weakness. Right.
0: Hopper gets back to the ants, though, and offers them another chance to gather food over the next few months before the rainy season. The problem is that when the ants in the past, up to now, when the ants are done gathering food for the grasshoppers, they begin gathering food for their own survival. Right, for now, the, during the winter. But now this time, they have to start over, and they aren't, they're looking at not having time to gather food for themselves in order to survive during the rainy season. Yeah, they're which, looking
1: at their own, you know, their own survival Which starvation. is likely
0: fall, winter. Yeah, you know. yeah. Hopper responds by bringing in this rabid grasshopper. Again, this unnamed, crazy, rabid grasshopper. It's like nuts. It's really ferocious. Yeah,
1: it's, it's scary. I, me- I remember I was... I mean, I wasn't a kid kid, but it freaked me out. Yeah,
0: he picks up a frightened dot and begins terrorizing her, kind of threatening her with this rabid grasshopper. He's
1: holding her by her little sweet head at him. Oh, it's awful.
0: And Flick stands up. Flick finally stands up to him.
1: Yeah, leave her alone.
0: Yeah. Hopper quickly backs Flick down. He basically kind of intimidates Flick and Flick, you know, he... He but stands, it's
1: important because Flick was willing. He he's loves the only Doc. one.
0: He's the only one. Even though Flick gets scared when Hopper kind of turns to him, you know, and, yeah. and he and he, Hopper he backs back in line. He does. He gets back in line. But in that moment, Flick was the only one out of the Queen, out of the princess, her mother, out of the entire colony. He's the only one to say leave her alone. So as we said, Hopper is able to back flick down, and then he turns and asks for a double order of food. So because Flick stood up to him, he says, okay, now I want a double order of food, and it must be ready before the last leaf falls. He bids them a nice summer, and he and the grasshoppers leave. So we have a real problem. Princess Ada, still not accepting the full responsibility of leadership, continues to blame Flick. She holds a trial. Yeah, she doubles down on this. Yeah.
1: Yeah, her and and the council.
0: They double down on it her and like this these yeah these royal advisors they double down on this thing where they debate on how they're going to punish flick i think she comes up with this idea to uh, have him dig in tunnels for a month
1: yeah just out of the way she wants him out of the way of the of the production of everything
0: yeah and and the other her and the other advisors are kind of you know debating and flick has this idea why not have someone leave the colony and try to get some help to fight yeah. So Flick wants to stand up to them, wants to fight. Yeah, because we need to get someone to help us.
1: Because Flick, again, this is not how ants behave. They just, you know, they fall in line. Right. That's the whole. I'm, and there's a There's a moment in the beginning of the film where Ada freaks out. Says, "There's a gap. There's a gap in the line," or one of the ants, you know, a stick falls in front of his path. I'm lost. They They need. They crave that structure. But Flick is outside of that. He's like, "No, let's break the line."
0: Right. Let's change Br- things. Yeah. And
1: he's, he and Dot are the only ones that are on board with this kind of stuff.
0: So everyone hears this idea. He kind of speaks up while they're figuring out how they're going to punch him. Flick gives this idea and says, hey, let's go get somebody to help. Yeah. Everybody thinks he's nuts, including the queen. Flick wants to leave and get someone to help them fight so they can be free. But Princess Ad and her advisors still don't agree, but they have this idea. Sending Flick away would mean he'd be out of their hair for a few weeks, right? Right.
1: And he can't mess anything up.
0: Right. Now understand this, the queen clearly we can we can we can assume based on, you know, how things are going now, we can assume that the past uh, the the past tradition, the past the, the pattern yeah. that the queen has shown is that she caves to the grasshoppers.
1: Because who knows how long this has been going on? Right.
0: Princess Ada and her advisors are now planning on continuing that tradition. Right. It's Flick that wants to break f- free as you said, you know, wants to wants to actually do something different. Yeah. And they think he's the idiot though. Flick wants them to be free. Yeah. Flick says we can be free cuz they're pretty yeah, much they're essentially just, being enslaved by the grasshoppers.
1: They are. No, they 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 absolutely are enslaved by the grasshoppers. Their their own health and prosperity comes second to these grasshoppers from who knows where. Right.
0: And and the thing is is he's the one that wants freedom, which is what 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 anyone would want right. in this situation. But here's Princess Ada and her advisor saying, "No, we need to do what we got to do to stay
1: to survive.
0: Subservient to these grasshoppers." So once again, Princess Ada showing her absolute lack of leadership. Yeah. Instead of, you know, she could say you know what we should be free
1: they want to survive and flick thinks they can thrive
0: right That's there's the a, there's a
1: big big difference
0: so and here but here's the here's what's worse here's the worst part about it she sends him out to 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 an unknown fate i
1: mean really it could be certain death we don't know i mean know. flick
0: could go out there and die
1: he's an ant he's small so she
0: agrees uh-huh. to it not for the for the chance to be free not for a, a chance to to break the yoke of the grasshoppers she sends Flick off, right, to get him away out of their hair, and that's sad and that's pathetic.
1: And but they all agree they're 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 all like, yep. they're all enthusiastic about this plan,
0: except Dot, of course. Well, yeah. yeah. The next morning, Flick leaves, optimistic with a sense of purpose. As he leaves, the colony cheers. Flick thinks it's for him, but it's to celebrate him leaving. I oh, know that hurts my heart. The only person that believes in Flick is Dot. Everyone is betting on Flick to fail. It's sad and kind of maddening to see that the very colony that Flick loves and seeks to save is betting on him to fail. But isn't that something? Isn't it's a, that but, it, something? but
1: yeah, that's, it's
0: always the way. Flick, gra- uh, Flick grabs a dandelion, uh, dandelion seed, and a gust of wind takes him from Ant Island, and his journey begins.
1: Yeah, for the colony and for oppressed ants everywhere, Yeah, what he says. And that's, that's huge. And he means it. And that's when no one's around. See, that's what's, he says that when no one's yeah, around.
0: No one heard him. No one that's heard it. That's
1: so that's huge to that's me. That's
0: because Flick he really pretty much stays that way. He's he pretty much stays consistently that way. He
1: does. Te- I mean, he has he definitely has an arc of bravery, but yeah. he stays that that integrous dreamer ant.
0: We then go from the ant colony and find ourselves in the midst of a fierce battle between a black widow spider and a rhinoceros beetle.
1: <laughs>
0: it's intense. <laughs> at first but then we find that it's all a show we're at pt flea's circus ah. pt flea who's hilarious he's this guy. so funny uh pt flea is voiced by john ratzenberger yes who i believe is he's ham ham yeah uh, yeah toy story uh he <laughs> runs he's a, really funny yes yeah, yeah. pt flea runs a circus featuring a colorful group of bugs that are performing for an audience of flies i'm about to give you the list of yes of um, Which I'm going to at first call the Circus Troop. That's who they at are. At first,
1: yes. <laughs>
0: Rosie is voiced by Bonnie Hunt. She's a Black Widow Spider, and she is the Beast Tamer. You have Dim, voiced by Brad Garrett, the rhinoceros beetle that's really sensitive. Only ha- says a few words. Yeah. But he's the rhinoceros beetle, but he's actually really sensitive and yeah, harmless. Yeah, sweet. Big teddy bear. Heimlich is Joe Rant. That is the German caterpillar, the yeah. big caterpillar. <laughs> yeah. We have Slim... He's a walking stick voiced by David Hyde, Pier- David Hyde Pierce. He has the air of this classic British stage actor that's yeah. that's not realizing his full potential. Like, what am I doing here in a <laughs> Like, circus? I should
1: be doing Shakespeare somewhere. Right.
0: And- Manny is John Harris. That's a, pr- a praying mantis. Yes. Dennis Leary voices Francis, the male ladybug, who is always <laughs> angry for being mistaken for being a female. He's so funny. We have Gypsy, a gypsy moth. Named Gypsy. Yeah, and you know,
1: she's very, like, ethereal yes. and beautiful. Played
0: by the late, great Madeline Kahn. Ugh. Tuck and Roll are two brothers that are pill bugs, like the little bugs that... Roly-polies. Yeah, roly-polies is what we call them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're Hungarian, and they're voiced by... Both voiced by the same guy, Michael McShane. All very talented performers, but they're performers. Very key yes. for everyone to understand. Yes. Um, so, and, and they perform in what... I guess we would call, well, what Flick calls, the city. Right. This massive metropolis of bugs that's located under a parked trailer.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, the place is crawling with all kinds of bugs. Oh, gross. You know, Flick ends up in a bar.
1: And the bar is so funny because of all the different things that bugs are ordering that, like, mimic real life. Yeah, like, like it's the so mosquito
0: funny. ordering the, bu- the blood, right?
1: Bloody Mary. Oh, positive.
0: <laughs> Flick shows up looking for tough bugs and this is where our circus performers happen to be. That we 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 watch them perform the show. Yeah. And 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 much of the audience are these flies. Yeah. And it seems that the show's not going. I mean, there's I'm like in, five flies. I'm there. enjoying the show, but obviously it's poorly attended. Right. <laughs> and flicks at this bar, and then we see the circus performers there. The circus troops there because uh, PT Flea just fired them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Because they well, and this is a big deal because their act goes horribly wrong. They catch PT on fire. Yes. That's the one thing that sends the flies into hysterics and then they right. put him out with the little water droplets and he's yeah and he's like, You're all fired. Yeah, you well know, that's
0: important. They had this they had this trick where they spray lighter fluid on a match and yes. it sprays flames everywhere. Yeah.
1: And yeah, and uh PT gets stuck in a, in, in uh um Rosie's web. Right. It's I mean, it's a whole it's, it's it, really funny. Yeah,
0: there's a there's this big debacle and they <laughs> yeah. get they get fired over it. PT fully fires him. Just kind of a knee jerk reaction. That he fires them because it's it's clear likely. I mean, he
1: fires his entire troop. Yeah, and, like, and, and, and that's not a smart move. <laughs> and it's clear
0: it's knee jerk, and we're going to get to that. Yeah, a little later, you know. So just recently losing their jobs, they're at a bar, and Flick sees this group, and the circus troop gets into it because the group of flies that saw them, at the the audience, they show up to the bar too, yeah. and they get into it with Francis. Right. And it's like a whole thing. Yeah, shoe fly, don't bother me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Flick sees the circus troop get into it with the flies, and he thinks, man, these guys are tough. They'll well, because
1: perfect. they 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 band together and go, "Hey, let's do the Robin Hood bit where we act like we're warriors."
0: Yeah, the warriors key. Yes. Warriors. So
1: that's how they are planning cuz the flies are like, "Let's fight." So they're like, "Okay, we have an act for this."
0: Yeah, they have an act. They're not actually like no. they're not actually bowing up to fight these flies. Right. They, they they do a, a little act.
1: That and looks intimidating. That
0: looks intimidating. And Flick sees it, he thinks these guys are perfect.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh.
0: So he goes to him and says, Hey, I got something I need y'all to do. I, I got a job for y'all. Yeah. You know, if you're willing to help us, right? Yeah. Just recently losing their jobs. They don't even let Flick explain. They're on board. Right, because
1: the Fliesers are in hot pursuit.
0: Yeah. We have a major misunderstanding. Flick wants Warriors, and the circus troop thinks this is just we're, a gig. We're flying to another gig. Yeah. Right. Meanwhile, the ants are struggling to harvest a double portion of food for the grasshoppers. It's during this time, though, that Flick and the circus troop arrive.
1: Another issue is while they're flying there, Flick has explained his entire dilemma to yes. Tuck and Roll. So he's actually laid out the entire story
0: to these two uh, pill to bugs.
1: Hungarian? Yeah, they don't really speak. En- they
0: actually don't speak English. Yeah. No,
1: they speak no English. So, so. To, to be fair, Flick was forthcoming. Yeah, he was. To the wrong people. He was saying, yeah, we're being... Well, answered. the wrong bugs, excuse me. So they
0: have no idea that they're actually heading into a real brutal fight. <laughs> they're in the midst of something <laughs> that's like life and death for real, yes. not a show, right? Well, they land. It's this really dramatic, you yeah. know, that, you know, they're coming from the sky. It seems... Yeah,
1: the answer like, run for your life! Right.
0: <laughs> Princess Ada and the royal advisors are shocked that Flick has arrived upsetting
1: right they're like dang it man he wasn't supposed to yeah she was He but wasn't supposed to find anybody
0: one of the royal advisors says flick has returned with quote ferocious warriors these ferocious warriors in tow right right the queen and the rest of the ants truly believe flick has come through
1: right and like you know they're staying there going we got we got it we got to sweeten the deal man these people aren't buying it so francis gives this rousing Battle cry speech. Yeah. We're gonna knock them dead, and the whole colony freaks out. Yeah, because they think because they're like, yes, kill them.
0: Yeah, and he doesn't realize <laughs> kill the it's off. not a show.
1: And then the uh, stickman's like, hey, they're pretty hard up for entertainment. We're like, oh man, here we go.
0: But guess what, Princess Ada's worried. She fl- she sent Flick out to fail. Now that he's appeared,
1: now they have to go through with this.
0: She's like, she actually had not planned to fight. Right. She thought Flick was going to fail. But now he's back with these ferocious warriors. Right. The circus troupe, all thinking it's part of the show again, <laughs> assures the ants they will succeed in defeating the grasshoppers. Oh, my God. And they're given a royal welcome. Yes. And from now. I, they and got from, like
1: the, the little music. And, and, the... and
0: this is the last time in the show that I'm going to refer to them as the circus troupe. They yes. are the, They are now the warriors. Yes. <laughs> um they're given a royal welcome but we're having a convergence of problems here princess ada is now being praised by the queen we have this moment where the queen says you know what i really you know your um what is it she says i i really you did such a great job you believed in flick you had a real instinct just what she said she goes you followed your instinct with flick mm, she didn't no she didn't flick though Thinks that she did that as well. That Princess Ada. Because
1: by now we we see Flicks a little into Princess Ada.
0: He is, but he shows great gratitude. Yeah, and she begins to feel guilty. We get a little bit of Princess Ada understanding some things. She starts to feel guilty as she again earlier sent him to an unknown fate. The warriors realize that the ants actually need real warrior bugs.
1: And how do they find that out?
0: And that's not a show. Go ahead.
1: They find that out through the. The what is it? Uh, the blueberries. The blueberries. The second grade
0: the, class, like they put on this little play. They're, these, they're like the Girl Scouts of the ant colony. Yeah, the well, they're
1: then they're, they're yeah, they're they're these little cutie bugs that it's so no, it's it's an it's their elementary school that yeah. puts on this little play. Okay. Yeah, about the warriors. We are the grasshoppers. Where's our food? We are the warriors here to defend you. And it ends with a Shakespearean death.
0: They're all dead. Yeah. Everybody's and
1: everyone dead. cheers, and the Warriors are horrified. That's when they realize They're like, wait oh a minute. Oh, my God. We,
0: we actually are brought here to fight grasshoppers. Yeah. The Warriors then inform Flick of who they really are. And it dawns on him <laughs> that he brought a group of actors and that he had messed up again. again. The Warriors att- uh, attempt to leave, wanting no part in a real fight. And they take off in flight, but Flick grabs a hold of Slim. They're kind of, like the warriors travel, like, um, they the, the ones that fly, which is um,
1: uh, the, Gypsy. Um, yeah.
0: And. Oh, the rhino beetle. What, the rhino beetle. They kind of hang on to them. So they kind of go in this little caravan. Dim, yeah, Dim. Yeah, Dim. The they hang on Dim and Gypsy. Yeah. And.
1: And, uh, and Francis. And
0: Francis. And Flick is able to grab a hold of Slim. Yes. The stick bug. And he's begging them not to leave. Begs them to stay, knowing he can't face the colony again after another massive failure. Dot sees what's happening and grabs a dandelion seed to follow them. She wants to help Flick, but the wind blows her out of control because she's so small. Poor baby. Meanwhile, Flick and the warriors accidentally encounter a bird's nest. It's this little um, finch. Yeah. A finch is actually a small bird. Yeah. (laughs) Not to ants. (laughs) Not to ants, right? Uh, This is kind of the top of the food chain. Yeah. The big daddy. Remember, even Hopper almost died at the hands of a bird. Right. The bird attacks, and the troop, the warriors, yep, along with Flick, not realizing it, mobilizes and is able to rescue Dot from the bird. So the warriors, the circus troop, yeah. But they become the thing about it is, is when they band together in a moment of crisis and they they team up and they do their thing, they're really brave. They save Dot from the bird and Flick is kind of helping and, uh, is kind of leading it. He's kind of, kind of calling the shots, right? Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, they're, I think they're the, all working together. The cool, yeah, and, and I remember we, I, I talked to you about this a little bit when we were watching, and I said, here's the thing. No, they're not warriors, but they care deeply about one another. So when it, when it comes down to brass tacks, like we will mobilize and do what we've got to do because they did use their performance skills. Right,
0: but that's what warriors are. Right, that's what it's warriors just, are. They just who, care about each other. People who care about each other, and then when, it, when things get tough and things get rough, they band together. They band together to protect each other. And
1: this is a small symbolism of what, needs to and will happen with the ants they right. are a colony that care about one another and work to make each other survive so and this is a small group of warriors look at what we have with the ants so the right. ants see this some like the queen adam oh no the advisors yeah. they're all like oh my god dot oh my god so this, this they're gonna die
0: right but then they see the warriors band together,
1: band and, together and do together this massive with flick, act
0: with flick and it, it essentially digs them a deeper hole because now they're even more convinced, like, oh, my God, they are warriors. We've right. seen it
1: happen. Yes. And then what's great is because, I mean, the cool thing about it is Heimlich uses you know uses himself as bait kind of accidentally. Gypsy uses her the optical illusion of her wings yeah, to her distract wings. the bird. They, they use their skill set, right. which is performing. Yes. That's what's cool about it is, like, they are still true to who they are.
0: But they're fighting.
1: And then they hear the eruptive applause. What's that sound in the stick? uh, What is it? Uh, Manny. That, my dear, is the sound of applause. And And it's over. that's
0: what they've always wanted as a group. They Uh, want to be appreciated. uh, They want to be appreciated. So they stay a little longer. Oh, boy. Princess Addo approaches Flick and offers a sincere apology for doubting him and the warriors. Flick is gracious and uh, and he even praises her leadership, which is honestly really lackluster. Um, not really Yeah because he doesn't realize She never believed in him In the first place Right Yeah Uh. However Flick and Ada Do share a moment in that And yeah. the, in, in, in that they had this common uh, They share common ground that they both fear failure And like, they both fear like fl- Everyone waiting for them like, Both to like screw up Flick's like Look I'm really optimistic Like I really am But The sad thing is Is that you know I really hate to fail I just want to You know I want to succeed The difference is That Flick wants to succeed For everyone Ada's trying to prove Something to herself Yeah that's the problem, and okay? to everyone
1: else, she's she. It's but it's her against the world, kind right. of right.
0: Ada also gives Flick an idea. Hopper fears birds. She she mentions it. She goes, oh, you know, they're talking about. Um,
1: she's like the way you face that bird. I mean, even Hopper's scared of birds. That's it. Yeah, and he's like, oh yeah. Say that again.
0: Yeah, he has an idea. He goes to the warriors with a plan. They will construct a massive fake bird in order to scare Hopper and the and the other grasshoppers away for good. And uh, and this would also keep Flick from uh, avoid. Uh, this will also keep Flick from having to admit the truth. Yeah, that he found a bunch of circus that he, performers. That he found a bunch of performers, which are still warriors.
1: They are far more than circus performers, yes. which they didn't even. But know.
0: oftentimes, it, it it it's not like you know. Once I, I the, it's the whole idea of what a warrior and what a true strong and brave person is. Are you strong and brave all the time? No, but when something goes wrong and when something. When something bad happens, when the people you care about are in peril or when, you know. Right. That's, it,
1: it, it's like the stories you hear about, like, you know, when a mom lifts a car because her kid's tracked yeah, under. Yeah, in that moment, she's a warrior. Right, like, who cares if, if all she does is, you know, you know, work at a grocery store. In that moment, she's freaking superwoman.
0: Or when they give birth, right?
1: Amen. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> so true. We then go to the grasshoppers. We leave, uh, we leave Ant Island, and we go to the grasshoppers. In a desolate area, at the foot of a cactus, under a sombrero, dwell the grasshoppers. As they party and revel, Molt has a conversation with other grasshoppers and decides to approach Hopper, who again is the leader, with a suggestion. The suggestion being that grasshoppers shouldn't return to Ant Island. They have more than enough food to last them the winter. Hopper comes out, and this is where we get something very, very important. And that's
1: key. They have enough food. Fi- like, like, if you oh, they, if you yeah. watch the scene, there's like this big bottle just, just, I mean, full of the kind of seeds that the ants harvest for them. They're right. fine. This has nothing to do with survival for the grasshoppers. Right. And this is where, you know, really the sinister nature of Hopper comes in. Yeah, he comes out and says— Because it is all Hopper.
0: And says, yes, we have enough food, but this isn't about food. It's about control. The ants must be controlled, and this is the key thing. Hopper says, they outnumber us 100 to 1. So for every one grasshopper, there's 100 ants.
1: Yeah, he said, you let one ant stand up, and they all might stand up.
0: Yeah, because that's the one thing that... Because what's the one thing that bothered Hopper about that whole thing? Flick. Yes. Even though Flick eventually... Somebody had the nerve. Flick went back in line, but he had the nerve for a second to say, leave her alone.
1: Which is why he doubled it. He was like, okay.
0: Which is how bullies are.
1: Of course they're.
0: So the bombshell is, is that Hopper is actually afraid... Of mm-hmm. the ants,
1: as all bullies. ultimately bullies Bull- are mostly driven by fear. They're yeah. afraid of somebody. Yeah, they're afraid, and they keep somebody else in they're line afraid. to circumvent. And the that. people
0: they act like they don't like, or, or the people they don't like, uh, there's no one they dislike more than themselves. Absolutely. All right, so that's and that's true. You can take that to the bank. Uh, <laughs> back at Ant Island, the bird is completed. They build it, and they're working. The ants are working together. The warriors are there. Yeah. Flick tells the warriors that he'll sneak them out as soon as all is ready. But guess what? The warriors have decided to stay. Yep, they want to stay and <laughs> see this through. They Why? have,
1: com- yeah, they have community.
0: Yeah, because they love being a part of a group of 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 people. Or well, I know, people, I keep saying that too. Well, they are
1: <laughs> right. There are bugs that feel.
0: There's nothing more human. Yeah, I don't care what form you take. Right, I don't care what you look like. There's nothing more human. Than community, yeah, and connection, and connection, and yes,
1: they they, and I think, and the fact that that we're
0: calling them people says something,
1: right? I think that they, um, the fact that they craved connection, they they thought what they wanted was applause, but I what they found was was, acceptance, was acceptance and love and and connection, and that's what they that's what they got addicted to, and we all are addicted to that. We all need love and connection and affection, and. Oh, I also want to point out and in, the, in these scenes, it's kind of like a montage of them building the bird and doing all this stuff. They're using all of, a lot of Flick's inventions. Like, Flick, it, you know, for all intents and purposes, created the, you know, what is it, the scope to, to look at things from far away. Yeah, the He dew. puts a, a dew drop in a blade of grass, and Dots used it already in this movie, but they all start using it to keep watch for the ants. They use his inventions because, yes. finally, they're listening to Flick and his inventions are enhancing the colony, and the colony is seeing more unity than they did when they were just being subservient.
0: Absolutely. So the
1: lesson is already being learned, even though it hasn't fully hit right. yet. I love it.
0: Yes. Uh, Francis, specifically, the tough ladybug who has spent the film defending his masculinity. That's right,
1: because he's been injured, so he has become the honorary den mother.
0: Has Yeah, has grown fond of the blueberries, which are, again, the little, kind of like the little, little
1: girl scout. I don't know if it's just girls, but it's like kid scouts. I don't yeah, know. Like yeah, I, I don't
0: know. But, I can't
1: tell because Ants but the kind of genderless. But bottom line is, is he's,
0: he's, embracing, he's embracing this sensitive side of himself, a feminine side of himself. Yeah, There's and nothing it's wrong with perfectly that. wonderful. Um, He loves these kids.
1: Yeah, he does. He's teaching all, them canasta.
0: Yeah, all is going great, but the joy is short-lived. Guess who shows up out of nowhere? Remember what I told you? Yep. Mentioned earlier about a knee-jerk reaction, PT Flea shows up out of nowhere, asking if the ants have seen his missing circus troop. And he has painted the warriors high because they know.
1: They're like, "Oh no, it's PT!" Because they're having this big dinner. The ants are all having this big dinner, celebrating the completion the and the completion of the yeah. bird.
0: Right. And PT Flea shows up, and he wants his circus troop back. He's looking for them. He Doesn't know they're there. He's just like, "Hey, I'm looking for. Have you seen these these bugs?" He has no idea that he inadvertently blew their cover because he shows a picture of them all. Oh man. The ants, the queen, and uh Princess Ada are devastated. They're angered at Flick over this. Ada banishes Flick from a says you
1: lied to me and I believed you. But, right. But I'm coming but listen, honey, She's been honey, lying the you whole ain't time. Been no, cupcake. no,
0: she's been worse. Yeah. She's been worse. She's been worse.
1: She's no well, it's not that Nick, uh, Flick didn't knowingly lie, but she has Knowingly lied to him in a bigger way to to preserve herself. He lied right. only because he was trying to save the colony.
0: The queen even jumps in, specifically berates Flick for putting himself before his colony, and this upsets me mm. because Flick loves the colony. Yeah, he's always tried to help,
1: even though they don't love him back. With the way all they should. his
0: flaws, Princess Ada is actually the one who puts herself before the colony. Sorry, it's true. She tries to put the blame on Flick in front of Hopper earlier in the film, and also sent him to one of her own. One of her own. To an unknown fate at the behest of her advisors, she's actually pretty terrible. Suddenly She's hard to like. Yeah. Suddenly, a fog rests over begins to rest over Ant Island. Ugh. And Hopper and the grasshoppers arrive.
1: Somehow they silently arrived.
0: Yeah. We got this this fog. You gotta think, fog for us, for for some these little tiny things is you know For us it
1: probably should be a little mist. Right. For them it's like a it's a pretty heavy fog.
0: Right. The ants have not gathered near enough food. Princess Ada and even the queen don't know what to do. The princess says, what do we do? And the queen goes, I don't know. Like, we're screwed. Like this is it. Hopper's enraged and has the grasshoppers begin pillaging the island for every scrap of food. Dot and the blueberries hide. The, the smart little, kitties, little babies. Little kitties little kids. hide. And while they're hiding, they overhear two grasshoppers while they're looking for, you know. Whoever. whoever talking about Hopper's plan, which is after getting all the food they're going to kill the queen to make an example out of her dot tries to help but ends up she tries to get help excuse me
1: yeah she she tells the little blueberries Stay. hey they're going to squish my mom i got to go we we got to we got to we got to figure something out
0: she ends up being pursued though she gets caught by the rabbit grasshopper Ugh. but during the chase she gets her wings as she's you know while she's running from she realizes i can fly <laughs> and baby. she's able to fly away from the island and go find help remember flick and the warriors are gone. Well, yeah, they're yeah. gone. Flick's been expelled from the island. Him and the Warriors have left. Dot soon finds Flick and the Warriors and let them know everything that happened. The Warriors are the, the warriors are ready to go back and fight.
1: Yeah, because... They're like, why? we gotta go. But why? Because they care. They care about and these And that's scents. where their strength comes from.
0: And Flick... It's not that Flick doesn't care, but he's defeated. Yeah. And, and he declares that he's a failure. The Warriors, however, inform Flick... This is great. The Warriors formerly the circus troop, because they're the warriors to me. They are. They said, basically, they tell Flick that since they've known him, he's done nothing but bring out the best in them and has pushed them to do things they never thought they'd be able to do. You know who the leader is in this movie? Yeah. It's Flick. Absolutely. The circus troupe decide, excuse me, the warriors, <laughs> forgive me, the warriors overpower P.T. Flea. They, um... They, they they're able to lure him. He's driving the little circus. That it's like cart. it's like, a,
1: it's like a, um one of those um Barnum and Bailey uh, animal cracker boxes. Yeah,
0: and uh, Rosie gets him in a web, and yep. you know they they basically he's
1: not hard to overthrow. No, he's a little dim-witted.
0: They subdue him, and then they turn around and head back to Ant Island. As Hopper and the grasshoppers hold dominion over Ant Island, Flick and the warriors return. Posing as a circus that Princess Ada had previously invited, they're like, "Oh, we're here." Princess Ada has yeah. Previously. We knew we,
1: were, we knew you were coming, and they uh, they invited yeah. us to come. Yeah, and it's great because the ants are like, "Okay, okay, this it's, it's all a diversion." Yeah, this might work.
0: <laughs> as they perform for the grasshoppers, the blueberries and Flick head to, to the fake bird.
1: Note the next generation. Yes, that is ready for change right. and doesn't mind defying the odds. They take to the skies.
0: So with Flick at, at the controls. And the the blueberries helping you know, the with the wings, yeah, they're able to pilot the bird out of it was being hidden up in this tree. Yes, the bird flies down, and the grass the, all the grasshoppers think it's real that terrifies them. Even Hopper, everything's going great, but then disaster. Yeah, as the bird that they're flying, it collides with the circus truck, and who's in the circus truck?
1: Pt. Flea. Pt.
0: Flea. Uh, it frees him. He comes out. <sighs> And he, now this is, (laughs) P.T. Flea does the classic thing where you don't have context in a situation. You walk in. This is why when you don't know what people are talking about or when you walk into a room and something's happening. Just be quiet. Just be quiet. Just let it (laughs) happen. P.T. Flea is knocked out of the the circus trolley thing, whatever he's in.
1: Oh, oh, it's it's showtime. He,
0: He thinks, no, he thinks it's danger. Yeah. He sees this bird flying and he goes, I know what to do. So he gets the
1: flaming li- down. He gets
0: the, fu- the <laughs> he gets a match and the, the lighter fluid and he sprays the bird. He thinks he's he's helping everyone that's in danger. Oh
1: my god. He's but he's just worst. walked
0: into the room. Yeah. Has no idea of the situation, no context. <laughs> right. Well, he catches the fake bird on fire. And it ruins the plan. It destroys the bird.
1: And the poor little blueberry's got got to get out.
0: Yeah. Hopper and the grasshoppers regain control of the situation. And Hopper demands to know who's behind it. Flick now, without hesitation, stands up to Hopper, and he's not backing down
1: because he because because at this point he's been banished by the colony.
0: Yeah, they they
1: have officially attacked and you know are enslaving like outright the ants. It's not even just right. oh we're gonna come get your food. No, he has enslaved the ants. He's like you know what if I go down, I go down defending right. my home. So Absolutely. he's out of craps to give.
0: Absolutely. And he stands up to Hopper and Hopper says, uh, excuse me, and says, ants are not made to serve grasshoppers. That it's them that need the ants.
1: Yes. And he says, "Uh, so we, you know, we, we're, you know, we're more powerful than he's like, you. And he goes, oh, he realized it. He sees it in. Him. He goes, and you know it, don't you?
0: Yeah. You know it, don't you? And he does.
1: And he beats them up. I mean, they, they,
0: and the they entire colony. He, oh yeah. He does have one well, of the
1: the, the, the rabid one, the
0: rabid one actually beat Flick up. And he's all bruised. It's sad. The whole colony watches this though
1: and he they are they are being roused to yeah belief. hopper
0: pr- hopper actually prepares to kill flick when princess ada intervenes and Finally. then the grasshoppers kind of look around and realize that the ants are now prepared to fight
1: yeah they're they're all their little faces are like steeled
0: yeah they're ready the ants charge and the grasshoppers flee which is what bullies do
1: yeah cuz they ain't nothing
0: the ants capture Hopper, but before they can do anything without warning, it begins to rain. Now, for us, rain is drops of water.
1: It's, it's an annoyance at best. But
0: for ants, it's devastating and potentially fatal. The ants take cover while Hopper pursues Princess Ada and Flick. He overtakes them, but they are saved when our old friend, the finch, <laughs> the bird, shows up. A real bird. Yes. Hopper, th- and he, yeah. he doesn't do anything because he thinks it's fake.
1: He's like, are there little girls on this one side? Hello, little girls.
0: But this <laughs> is this, word, this bird is very real. It takes Hopper and feeds it to its young. Dunzo. So that's it for Hopper. Yep. Just like that.
1: Bullies always go out the same way. So
0: then we, the sun rises on a new day. The ants have a newfound strength and resolve. And most importantly, they're free. We see ants everywhere using Flix gadgets, as yep. you said. We were already seeing the beginning of that with the bird. The warriors.
1: The innovation of the ants' new civilization has begun, and it's beautiful.
0: The warriors, forever they will be the warriors, decide to go back to being a circus troop, but they're still warriors. And they take the road with P.T. Flea. As it's really their calling. It's it's not because they feel like they need to go back with P.T. Flea. They don't feel like they need to. They love to perform. It's their calling.
1: I think it. They were jaded. They were exhausted. They weren't appreciated. And it's amazing what a good dose of love, connection, and community will do for a soul. And they had. They find because I think they're with them for a good whole. Like. It's like a season cycle, because remember right. when this happens, it's fall, and then when we... It's a time lapse to spring.
0: Yeah, I'd say they're with them for... So
1: they stay with them for a while. Yeah. And they are like, you know what? Which
0: probably makes it harder than for them to go, Exactly.
1: But I, but I think it's neat, because they go on their terms. They go on their own resolve and newfound ambition. Yeah. And I don't want them to go. I want them to stay with the ants forever. But, like, it's sweet, because it's a it's a happy leaving. Yeah. And, of course, you know, Heimlich... You know he goes through a, a transformation as well. Yeah, he gets little wings. He gets his little Doesn't baby baby much. tiny wings that don't do nothing. Yeah, but it's all right.
0: <laughs> uh, the circus trip even hires Molt Hopper's brother, who was never really that bad. Was, no, well without was, without Hopper, we find that the rest of the grasshoppers, for the most part, for the most part, with that rabid one was nuts. But for the most part, the for the most part, the grasshoppers were just kind of like, all right, we're going to go go off.
1: I think they were all. Look, they were they were all you know, they had a dictator. Right. They had to keep in line. His brother was always clearly sweet, like he yeah. was not. Malt. Yeah, molt. Yeah, molt was. You know, remember like, ma, ma, ma. You know, like he was never. He was never bad. Yeah, the fully the,
0: the theater troupe, the warriors. They invite Flick to go with them, but Flick knows that his calling is with his colony. Yeah, and he remains on the island. Uh, Princess Ada is crowned Queen Ada. And we see the warrior, and, and excuse me. And little me.
1: sweet dot is crowned princess. Yes. And she's like, yeah. So,
0: so yeah, the, the queen actually relinquishes, cra- her, relinquishes crown. her crown and crowns Atta, queen. And they see the warriors off with a resounding applause. As the warriors fly away, Queen Atta and Flick and the colony, now free, bids them farewell.
1: With popcorn fireworks. Yes, <laughs> And
0: that is a bug's life. Yes, a and a beautiful story.
1: score again, you know, and then another original by Randy Newman at the end, like yeah. you know the the Bugs Life version of "You Got a Friend in Me."
0: Yeah, it's the time of your life. Of your life. Yeah, the time of your life is a great song. Yeah, it's, it's a great good. song, and you even have like some outtakes. They kind of did some. This
1: was now this was the first Pixar movie to do outtakes.
0: Which they staged, but it's still they, they did. They said, but
1: they did it again with, and like you said, Toy Story Two was a year later. They did that also with Toy Story Two. Yeah. And uh, I, l- I remember thinking those were absolutely hysterical. Oh, they're, they're I'd great. I'd never seen they're like, you know,
0: like and, that. And and the time of your life is a great song. Yeah. I actually have it downloaded. All right, now our kids are starting to come in. Hi guys. Hey everybody. So why don't we go ahead and wrap this thing up? We've been going for a little while. If you've Alrighty. been with us, we appreciate it. Go ahead.
1: We can do this all together and talk to about it. Okay, that's great.
0: So we're going to go and Brooke wants mommy's to them.
1: gonna. T- mommy's going to tell them where they can find us. Okay, so if you're on Instagram, we are at the Tape Store. We're also on TikTok by the same name. If you're on Twitter, we are the Tape Store Pod. If you, uh, you want to shoot us an email, we'd love to hear from you. We're the Tape Store Podcast at gmail.com.
0: And I think I've thanked them for their time. If yeah. I haven't, I'm thanking you now. It's valuable. It's limited. We know that. That's why we're a day late. Jeez. And we hate that we were. But we love you guys. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you uh, for being patient with us as we keep our, our babies happy at school yeah. and and keep ourselves, you know, yeah. <laughs> sufficiently stressed to learning our new ropes.
0: <laughs> well, uh, so we're going to go. Yep. We're going to close the doors. We wish all of you a great week. We'll see you next week with more, with more great 80s and 90s nostalgia with the Store Podcast. And until then, this is Toby.
1: And this is Brooke.
0: And we just hope that you find the warrior in yourself. And remember, it's not about, it's not what you look like. It's not where you come from. It's not how big or small you are. It's just about.
1: How much you love.
0: How much you love. That's it. So see you guys. Take care.
1: Bye. I see see how together I will make me.